Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Thirsty, thirsty, Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. <laughs> Is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton producing today across the glass from us. What's up, Gordon? How you doing today, Jake? Well, I'm feeling a little off. How so? Well, I'm on the wrong side to start, and it just feels weird. Um, and whose fault is that? Mine. Uh, my, my fault entirely. In fact, you were, you were gracious enough to switch sides with me. Because uh, you forgot your computer. Well, I forgot my whole bag, really. So uh, I'm using these station headphones that bounce <laughs> around everybody who comes in here. So that's nice. And uh, yeah, you, the the computer <laughs> the computer on my side is not what you'd call functional. And I I would like to have a computer during okay, the show so today. So you've you've switched sides with me, and I, I appreciate. it. I have switched sides with you. However, there is one caveat. What? I'm staying over here now. No, that's not a caveat. Come doing on, you're, you're no. doing me a favor. I, I know, I'm doing you a favor, uh, okay. and now I want to stay on this side. All right, let's switch back. No. Yeah. No. Let's switch back. No, let's... you need a computer. No, I don't. I got my phone. No, I'm staying here. Uh, we're switching back. No, I'm not switching. You don't have to drag me out of this seat. This is the best chair in the whole studio, I found out a minute ago when I sat down. It's pretty funny because it's the same chair you sit on every day. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Well, it hasn't collapsed yet. Well, did you switch chairs? I sure uh-huh. did. Okay. Well, usually it's, this is going to sink in about two or three minutes. Yeah. So and That's what I can't stand. I don't like being low to the ground like that. So Where'd right you now, get that chair, Jake? It's been in here. I've been sitting on it for a, a while. That's a movie zone chair. <laughs> well, whatever. It works better than the other ones. Okay. Anyway. But it sits you really far forward. I don't even know if Gordon like it, to tell you the truth. But You know, here's the thing. I, I mean, how do we decide who sits where? Man, I've sat over there through since the merger. And you've sat over here since the merger. Yeah, let's not, and, let's and not I, mess, and I, mess with what works. But see, I, I gave up this side to be nice. I didn't know I was going to be assigned to that for the rest of till Kingdom Come. You should have. That's how it always works. That's how it worked in the old studio. Uh, yeah, I don't. You know, that's too long ago. I, I don't remember that. Besides, I I had this position over here is closer to the position I had in the old studio. That's not. True. Yeah, it is because I had a view out toward everything else, and I don't like having my back to the lounge. Uh, same thing when I'm in a restaurant. I like to be over uh, somewhere where I'm not. Anyway. Well, don't get used to it. I, I, I'm getting used to it. You know, I am getting used to it. And, you know, we might have to flip a coin because I don't want to. No, I don't, I don't I'm wanna... not giving up my spot. Let's switch back now then. No. 
I'll flip a coin with you, and then if if you win, I'm not can... giving you back what's what's rightfully mine. <laughs> and, and, and by How the did way, it become yours. You can't entrap me by acting like you're doing something nice, like doing me a favor. <laughs> Only to just make it be a coup. I'm not. That's not how a it works. <laughs> that's not how it works, pal. So you're either doing me something nice today, or we're or we're switching back. That's what's happening. I'm just saying that uh, maybe you know it's what's fair is fair, and fair is trading off. Now here is my trump card. Who gets to the studio first? Yeah, you usually do, but that doesn't matter. I mean, why, why not? You're going possession is nine tenths of the law right now. You're not gonna. <laughs> you know, you're not going to sleep in the studio. I so. never knew what that means. Possession is nine tenths of the law. Does that mean if you if you have something in your possession, then you own it? Pretty much. But what if you stole it? Well, that would be the tenth now, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay. But you're not going to squat over there and never leave. So no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm feeling good I, about no, that. No, I'm just. I'm just. I'm Children. Just saying, I'm saying what's uh, what's fair. We have to share now. Yeah, share. It's not it's not a fairness thing. It's it's uh, this is how things are thing. <laughs> Wait a minute. And have who, always been. Who made the rules? I you know what I never would have done. This was a huge mistake. I should have known. Right. I should have known that you don't have. Uh, you know you're not going to do a solid for me. That you're going to monopolize it into a, a hostile takeover. No, I never the, thought the, that the you'd do that. Takeover. Never thought that that'd be the thing. I thought wait, I could. Wait, 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 hey wait, Gordon, do me a favor. What's fair? Fair is flipping a coin. Fair is not flipping a coin. Ha. Okay, you live at your house. I live in mine. Let's flip a coin and see whose family gets what. <laughs> We're talking about. Places in the studio here in the workplace, and just because you've sat here for a long time doesn't mean that it always has to be that way. It does, though. What? Why? Give because me a logical reason. That's my spot. Uh, uh, give me a logical reason. All right, we're switching back right now. No, I'm yeah. not moving. Right, we're, no, we're I'm not moving. Right now. No. I'm just, I'm just asking the question. No, I thought no. You were a nice guy. I'm You're not. not. I'm, not I'm not moving. I'm not moving. I'm comfortable. I'm here. I'm set up here. I got all my stuff over here. I'm ready to go. Let's you go. You can sit next to each other. Come in. <laughs> slide over. You can go over there, hey, then. Hey. Okay. Here we go. Oh, possession is nine tenths of the law. Here we go. <laughs> this is really social distancing. It's <laughs> a big show. You know, Gordon Monson, Jake wait, Scott. Wait, wait, wait. Who started this station? Uh huh. Who started this station? I can't I think hear you. That, I can't hear you. I think it was me. I think it was me. Hi, Gordon. I thought you were going to do me a solid. I thought you were going to be a nice guy for once. You're making me uncomfortable, Jake. Good. Good. Maybe you should move. I'm not moving. I'm here. We're not going to decide this now. So, and I've had a lot of coffee today, so I hope you enjoy the the breath that comes out. Your leg is nice and warm. Kind of, kind of brushing up against it. That's nice. You. Hey, your shoes look good. Get away from me. Are those basketball shorts? <laughs> are we doing this? Is this how we're starting the show today? <laughs> or are you going to do me a solid? <laughs> is that what we're doing? Uh, all I know is I'm sitting here. So if we're going to do the show like this, we're wow. Gonna, I'm okay, not, that's I'm how moving. it is. That's I'm how it is. I'm not moving. But, Be a professional. But you're right. You you get here first, and so you can you can grab a hold of this position uh, before me because you get here before me. So I guess that's that. I just thought you would do me a solid and say, oh, if you like that side better, then 
Go ahead. Have how it for a while. How about we do me a solid and move on? You know? Well, Wouldn't that be a kind thing? Now a guilt trip. I guess you didn't know me as well as you thought you did, did you? <laughs> I will say this. What? This connection for your headphones is squirrelier. Yeah, it's not it. as good. But, that, you know, whatever. So you're saying people are tired of hearing about this, Austin? I might is that, be, is yeah. that what you're getting at? Is that what you're getting at? Wait, the connection is worse on that? Is that why yesterday you lost me for a minute? We both lost you oh, yesterday. No, you just gotta you gotta you gotta fiddle with it a little bit. In that order brand to... new head jack right there, you gotta fiddle with it. Yeah, maybe it might be my headphones. I don't it's know. not. Does your head? Do your headphones? Yeah, uh, if that were your spot, you'd know. <laughs> wow. You know, it's my just... three year old lately is really into mine. That's mine. This is mine. <laughs> and I now I'm getting it here, too. Okay, so let, let me ask a question. And all you at home or in your car, wherever you are, at the, the office, tell me. It's uh, Jake's I mean, spot. If, you, if, you, uh, if you're in an office and a senior person decides, Old. and they have a similar office, but they said, I want this office for a while, would that be okay? No. Not in any office across like pull this rank fine country. On you? Yeah, not in any office in this fine country. <laughs> not in the, not outside the military. Yeah, all this does is teach me that I should have been kind in the first place. Well, you weren't being kind to me. I know, but I was kind at the beginning, and that was like ten years ago. You yeah. really like this spot better? I do. You can't see outside. I know, I know, but I can see everything else. The lounge? Yeah, I like, I like. Uh, well, yeah, there are it's, it's two microphones per side, so you could sit side by side. Kind of like at a restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of romantic. Well, I say we do that once a week for show camaraderie. Jake was rubbing up against my leg. That did happen. Well, you're in his spot. It is Thursday. That's, an, is, old, that's yeah. an old joke. Um so does that mean we have to dive into sports and this is just going to be a show <laughs> stirred by bitterness? Is that is that what we're doing? I'm not right. bitter. I'm, I'm bitter. I'm extraordinarily <laughs> bitter. Mine. Wait. Why, why are you bitter? I, I no just thought, be bitter? I thought a more teamly treatment, honestly. Would have, All would have I said was, you. you're okay, usually I'll, such I'll, a, like I'll, a nice person. <laughs> I am, but my goodness. You are really attached to this side of the studio. I'm very attached to it. Yeah, I like it better, too. I can see why after all these years. You know? uh, the split story of the day, is that what you're hinting at, Austin? Also, Austin, let's let's go ahead and do it. Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Well, let's go first. I mean, uh, very impressed uh, with with everything he's done to date. Um, very inclusive. Uh, he calls me, texts me. Uh, I do the same. You know, his first uh, thing he did was was called all the ads within 24 hours after his announcement. Um, invited us all to Las Vegas to to get together. Uh, we dug in for a full day informally and, and talked about uh, how how we, we we all want to move forward together. Um, and it was it was great. I mean, I left there feeling like this is going to be a really good thing. And I also left there realizing how smart he is um, and how much studying he had done uh, even prior to meeting us. So yeah, I mean, of course, when it first was announced, and, and again, they kept that that search very quiet for all the right reasons. I, I think it's fair to say, you know, boy, he hasn't been on a campus or, you know, the, the challenges that are ahead in this NCAA space that we just talked about. But 
um, he's done his homework and he's a great listener too, right? So all of us in that room have that experience. So he's leaning on us for that. At the same time, he's a visionary you know, when it comes to television distribution, uh, revenue uh, increases everywhere he's been. Um, so you combine that with the fact that he's a good listener on the other side. I think we've got ourselves a, a great shot uh, uh, to really move the conference forward. So, Gordon, that answer from Mark Harlan on the big show yesterday, Utah Athletic Director, we, we kind of crunched through uh, a lot of that interview we had early, earlier in the show. And that's something that, that kind of stood out to me that I thought we'd bring up today because uh, we do have a new commissioner in the Pac-12. George Klyovkov, you and I talked about Larry Scott at great length. We talked about George when he was hired. I think you and I really accurately painted the picture even before he was hired, what the priorities of the commissioner were going to be when it comes to media rights and some of the complaints about Larry Scott, like he wasn't very good with the athletic directors and his in-campus, well, his on-campus, what's, what's the word, Gordon, engagement? Sure. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. Engagement was not, was not really terrific. And so when they, they hired Klyavkov, here's a guy who comes from business, media, rights, that, that end he's got covered, you know, that's his long suit, right? But how would it go... Because that's only part of the job. In fact, a small kind of part of the job on a day-to-day basis, right? How would it go? Would How would his attitude be? And uh, we were chatting before the show. You know, you hear Mark talk about that, Gordon, like, you know, call uh, on a regular basis. Uh, have everybody to Vegas. I mean, really be interactive with the on-campus Mark Harlan types. Doesn't sound a lot like Lair Bear, does it? I mean, it sounds like... Something that you and I would do if we were in a similar situation. Like, I don't know this, so let's reach out to the people that do. Yes. I thought that was a, a pretty insightful answer on Mark's part. Isn't that part of leadership? You would think so. Yeah. I mean, educate yourself about what it is and don't come in and think you know it all and figure out from everybody. Uh, get familiar with the landscape, and it seems that's what George has done since he uh, first uh, got that job. So. And I don't know whether he's going to be a good commissioner or not, but I think he's off to a good start. Well, I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt, which Larry Scott himself got for several years, right? I mean, he he deserves that. But I think we're all curious to see what he does differently and if he learns from the lessons, uh, you know, the Pac-12 has made in the past and what is he going to do about that. and. You know, if it, on-campus engagement, I think, is a big thing. I mean, you, you've, you've got to have a connection with the programs that you're supposedly looking out for. This is my opinion. I'm curious to hear yours. Sometimes when you're in a situation and you stay there over an extended period, and if the landscape shifts a little bit and you find yourself in trouble, sometimes it's hard to dig yourself back out. Right. And if you bring a fresh... Uh, perspective in who can look at things because George obviously from that opening press conference he had he knew what the problems were at the conference he educated himself right off the bat what the problems were before he took the job and so he he evaluated all that he came in and he hit those points in that first press conference and I and he didn't shy away from much and I, I was impressed by that so maybe he maybe maybe Larry was just drowning and there was nothing he could do because he was he, he supervised the problems and, uh, and as they were created and then didn't know how to get out of it. So maybe George is a little better suited to see things differently. You're so much nicer in your evaluation of, of Larry than I would be. 
Well, I'm not really being particularly nice. No, uh, Larry, Larry, just... Larry screwed up, and then he he didn't know how to fix it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I just you know the overwhelmed part, which I'm sure he was, but I would have gone with moron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I I don't know his. Larry's lack of ability to manage things, like the, his his lack of self awareness, was just was remarkable. And so it sounds like, um, to your point, you Courtney, mean like uh, when he got the uh, presidential suite in Vegas? Uh, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Right after that big Oregon, was it? You know, I think it was our guy uh, up at the uh, the Oregonian who did that big long thing about. John Canzano uh, with the Pac-12 abusing their financials and all that sort of thing, and it was just, just horrible PR everywhere. And then they had the co- the conference basketball tournament. And Lair put himself in the the presidential suite. Well, well it was didn't at the he, Aria. Was it at the Aria? I mean, it was some it was like six grand an hour. Yeah, it was, didn't it, he? He got uh, he got heat, and then he bailed on that, right? After did he I, end up bailing? Yeah, he did. He, did he? he comped it to some players' families or something. Which he uh, should have done in the first yes, place. Yes, after yeah. he took some heat for it, then he, he... He he flew on the private jet everywhere and all that stuff. And what and, he said uh, was, well, the, they're giving it to us for free anyway. Yeah, it's like a trade deal for doing the thing there. But but, but why does optics. it have to go to you? Yeah. Well, you should be at the Motel 6 on the edge of town. My experience in talking with Larry Scott is that he... What was so frustrating is... You, you talk to him, and he would act like there were no problems. You know, I mean, he, he would. He if would admit, anything, the problem was you. He, yeah, he yeah. would. Yeah, quit looking at. We are the conference of champions. You know, we whooped everyone's butt in water polo. You know, and and that wasn't obviously the problem. And he didn't really want to address the problem, not in any substantive way. And uh, so, so it was kind of like just whistling in the dark, you know. And for everybody around him, it was like, how can you, how how can you be this way, you know? And and, and I don't think necessarily everybody on the outside was being a negative Nelly about the whole thing. They were just looking at the problems for what they were. And I think one of the reasons Larry took that approach is because he didn't know how to fix it. Um. You saying that, Gordon? And I, I think you're right on the money. But it reminds me of a show that Austin and I like. It's called Arrested Development. And Scott Bayo is an, an attorney, and he does a an ad. And what what's the line, Austin? Uh, Why should it, you go to jail for some something someone else noticed? Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't it? Larry Scott's press conferences so felt that way, like. I mean, how dare you notice that? Everything's yeah. fine, you yeah. know. Like, well, you, 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 something's the matter with you because everything over here on this <laughs> side of the fence is perfectly rosy. And I then, don't know what you're and, talking and, about. And, then, and what does that person say? You're, you're all being pessimistic. What's it? Don't be so negative. Yeah. I mean, why, why does your football henchman? Uh, <laughs> why is his office right next to the replay booth? I mean. Everything's fine over here. I can't believe you noticed that. True, we let you into the building and gave you a special tour, but uh, you noticed that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't Why know. Why should you go to jail? I don't. I don't for know. Something Why should else? you go to jail for a crime someone else noticed? <laughs> Strong noticed point that, there. Noticed that. Noticed that. Did you? <laughs> well, Larry, why are you staying? Why are you staying in the presidential suite? Huh? You noticed that, did you? Well, um. It's fine. I mean, it's it's your problem for noticing that because they just uh, gave us the suite anyway. Yeah. Next question. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's the way it all was. All these press conferences felt they, that they way. Did. They all felt yeah. that way.
And you were down there for Pac-12 Media Day. You got a closer look at George Klyavkov. Saying that right? Uh, and what were your impressions? So you're you're totally asking the wrong guy because I'm skeptical about everybody. So <laughs> uh, he he put off a ve- very good first impression. He was very friendly. Uh, he, he, you know, he was uh, uh, patient with me about his name. Like he said, he can call me George K. Right, right when he sat down. I mean, like all, he seems like a human, which I don't know if Lair Bear ever seemed like. He, he, he more seemed like some sort of, of strange PR <laughs> uh, catastrophe. You don't need double robot. talk. You need blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's right on the nose too. Okay, um, I want every, so the, I, want, I want everyone to say this with me. Everyone out there, and you too, Jake, you, you, you've got it down. But i got to say it five times. George Klyavkov. Right? Klyavkov. George what? Klyavkov. Is what George Klyavkov. Yeah, George Klyavkov. George Klyavkov. George Klyavkov. George Klyavkov. So okay. he, seemed like, he seemed like just a dude, which I appreciated because, you know, he, he has a pulse and all those sorts of things. But he's also, you know— He's a sales guy, I'm sure. He comes from that world of marketing and and uh, entertainment and media and all that stuff. So it's not his first rodeo, but you know, it seems like he's at least self aware. Back back to your point that kind of launched this. He came in and identified the problems, and I don't think it takes a genius to identify the problems, <laughs> yes. but it takes somebody to admit that they have the exactly. problems in order to figure out what the solutions may be. And at very least, and maybe this isn't giving him enough credit, but he's he has the ability to identify the problems. And maybe and it's easier good. to do that when you weren't, uh, it, that the problems didn't erupt when under you weren't your the cause? watch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, we see that sometimes. You, know? you, know, you, like get a, you get a new governor, you know, you get a new uh, head of a company, and what's the first thing they say? We're going to be better. Yeah, we're gonna be better. Yeah, there's some wisdom there for sure. There's some wisdom. To In other words, about. when people say we're gonna make it better now, oh, it, be, it really means I'm a lot smarter than the moron that was here before me. Like that. How how can we succinctly put that? Like it's a lot easier to identify the problems you did not cause, <laughs> or that did not erupt under your under your watch supervision. Yeah. yeah. Now now we're getting into philosophies about st- sports radio greatness and why we can just look in and be like, hey, Bozo, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> That's all we do all day long, right? And then I guarantee you, and and everyone out there can relate at one level or another. Whether you're just complaining about things or whether you're in charge of something, you're looking at someone else and you're going, he's screwing it up. You know, it's so easy to do that from our chairs, whichever chair we're sitting in, (laughs) than it is when you're actually on the hot seat. And I think you and I are willing to admit that. Did you just work like a chair analogy (laughs) to to magically like bring this segment full circle? (laughs) You are you are a skilled radiometician over there, Gordon Monson. Oh man, hot seat line and all. Well, yeah. If if I were at the University of Utah, I would be hoping like crazy that George Klyavkov really knows what he's doing because the Utes want to tie themselves to this conference. They want are embracing this conference because it's much better than what they had before. And they hope, like, you know what, that it's going to not just flourish, but survive. And, yeah, so 
We'll see if George can help lead the way. But you're right in this regard. I think he is taking in information from all around him and wisely sorting through it. You'd hope he's listening. Yeah. Sound like Mark Harlan thinks that he's listening yeah. or is under that impression. So you hope that's the case because Larry certainly did not. And that Can you imagine if Mark came on our show and said, oh, boy, this new guy's this- a bozo. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Go. Who hired this clown? <laughs> yeah, that probably was not what we could expect to hear. But sound like Mark, the way he detailed his interactions with him, I thought was probably a pretty good sign. I'll agree. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. We have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Actually, I was going to stay in my office tonight and work on my law blog. Of course. The Bob blah, 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 blah blog. <laughs> this is DJ and PK. Jungle's joining us. You told us you wanted a medal. So I'm curious, in the middle of that game, knowing how bad you wanted it, was it just another basketball game or was it a different deal because you knew what was at stake every minute of the game? It was probably the most different feeling I've had in a basketball game, if that makes any kind of sense. All-time playing for a medal, whether that be the semifinal or a third, fourth game, we were 0-11. We built this thing for 12 years. Obviously, the goal was to win a gold medal. And once we lost the semifinal to the U.S., I think what we struggled with in the past is the mental part between losing that game and in 36 hours having to back it up to still play off for a medal and the guys that have been there those last few campaigns there was just no way we were going to lose. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. BYU camp rolls on. D'Angelo Mandel, defensive back for the Cougars, joined the big show yesterday. There's been some buzz around the defensive backs. He talks about how good they can be. Over the years, the coaches have finally trusted us so like, as, a, as a room in general to go out there and play man-to-man coverage. I think that was the biggest thing over the years, finally trusting us and going through the lumps and ups and downs. But now we got to a point where I think they could just leave us out there and any single one of us, all of us in that room can go out there and make plays. We talked about this yesterday, Gordon. If that's true, that's a big, big deal. It is huge. BYU. And you brought up a great point that, uh, you know, Kalani, when he was the defensive coordinator at Utah, that was his M.O., having those guys strong on the corners and then relishing and utilizing the versatility that that created uh, everywhere else. And so we'll see if if it is indeed a, a fact. This update brought to you by the Top 60 and 60. It's back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30. Hanson Scotty announced another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah as the countdown to the start of the college football season. It's the Top 60 and 60. Brought to you by Cypress Credit Union and Icon. Let's go! I've seen all good people turn their heads each day so satisfied I'm on my way. I've seen all good people turn their heads each day so satisfied I'm on my way. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. Presented by Big O Tires with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the Day today is yes. 
Selected by Gordon and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artists inside at LiveNation.com. I love this song. I love this song, too. This is a great song. This reminds me, this is on the uh, almost famous soundtrack. Is it? Yeah. It's amazing because I, I bring up all these old songs with my kids and they say, oh, yeah, I know that song. It was in such and such a movie. Yeah, right. That was much more recent. So Almost yeah. Famous has an incredible soundtrack. Really good. The worst song on there is that Fever Dog song that was supposed to be the hit of the band. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. All right. Hey, Jake. Yes. Did you see this this uh, text or tweet from uh, Chadwick? No. Says Jake would be the guy at church that has the bench he sits in every week and gets upset when another family comes in and sits there. So the answer to that is yes. <laughs> but I'd like to think I would be upset in like a, I'm going to go pout on a different pew kind of way and not like make a scene kind of way. You mean like you just did on our show? I did kind of do that, but that's with you and Austin and our listeners. <laughs> You wouldn't insult uh, a newcomer and a parishioner to the congregation who you may not know. I'd hope not. That's my spot. Yeah, I'd hope I've not. Seen, I've seen that happen. Austin, I bet you've seen that happen, too. Enough to where I don't go back to church for a while. <laughs> yeah. what, do, what do the people who are getting barked at do? They usually just move? No. It's they, usually a, a they bit dig of in a their heels, kind of like you guys were in the first segment. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I didn't. There's a lot of, I'll be the bigger person and move. No, no, if you're going to be the bigger person, I don't want you to move, that sort of thing. <laughs> I haven't seen a, any kind of ruckus in the form of a fight break I have. Out. You have, really? Uh, I've seen one guy give a forearm shove to the chest of another what? person. Yeah. You ever seen somebody sit down? Not in my current ward. Sit down and, and awkwardly rub leg to leg like I just did with Gordon? <laughs> Not since my singles ward days. No, yeah. no, that's... <laughs> The linger oh, longer sure. lasted a little long, yeah. Oh, sure, there's room I can wedge in there uh, next to that uh, that gal I'm interested in, that kind of thing. Where where your hymn book is, I'll squeeze into that oh, slot. Just, yeah. you know, that, that, is, that is really a, a very interesting sort of sociological study, isn't it? That people really do take possession of a place that they frequent. This is what we were talking about with your spot on the couch with the son-in-law. That's what we were getting at. But I, 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 well, that was different because my wife bought new furniture when, when I already had people encamped in my house. And so it wasn't like I could establish. Whose house? My, our, my house. Your house? Yeah. So your excuse doesn't count. Here. <laughs> it's your house. Yeah. You but either mark or become a mark, Gordon. So uh, should I mark like a dog it's too does? Late. It's too late. <laughs> Okay. It's just, but I've always thought that was really fascinating that people attach themselves to places and then they, it's it's a struggle for them yeah, to I know. detach. That's when I, whenever I steal a car, I'm like, I'm just borrowing it. <laughs> Who's, well, what's your problem here? Yeah, but you don't own the bench. You don't How do own, you know? You don't own the seat. I gave my 10. <laughs> yeah, but so did the other guy. Find your 10 elsewhere. <laughs> I, I do get possessive. But. I get used to things. I feel I feel weird sitting over here. I'm I'm I've got a weird angle looking at Austin. You look yeah. good over there. You look stop, better. Just stop no, that. No, don't you don't, look don't, better over don't there. embarrass us. No, the lighting. The yeah, lighting. Don't. No, the lighting is better the on you over there. The most disingenuous, backhanded, Seriously. false compliment. The lighting. Listen to this guy. No, I'm telling you. 
Austin, take a good, honest look at him. Doesn't he look better there than over here? It looks the same, other than I'm seeing more of his left than his right. Yeah. <laughs> or his, which, yeah, is, whichever, which yeah. is your better side, Jake? Do you have one? I have no idea. <laughs> Should we get to the uh, the audio? The thing we had planned? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this happened on WFAN in New York. Uh, we, we talked to... Um, uh, Costello, what's his first name? Brian Costello from the New York Post yesterday, getting his thoughts on on Zach Wilson, and he definitely had a very even keeled approach. Apparently, Jets fans not the, some some the, Jets the fans. same. Uh, yeah, not all Jets fans are. This is Kevin Graham still. calling into a radio show. Pretty much, <laughs> this is this, so. This is uh, let's just say this is a snapshot of uh, Jets fans' feelings at the moment. All right. And about the Jets, you think? And honestly, I know it's early yet. You know, we were talking about waiting and being patient, but don't you think that the Jets, especially with their history of quarterbacks, don't they, don't you think they're having buyer's remorse with Zach Wilson? The reports from campus, he's struggling. And then Justin Fields, he's just tearing it up with the Bears. Don't you think they're having a bit two top three picks in the draft and they just can't get it right? Not, they no, did, how do you, they how had do you say that? He hasn't, even played, he hasn't even played a game yet. Who cares about Listen. these training camp reports? No, 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 no. What do you mean, there, no, no, there, no? I mean, he hasn't played a game yet. Yes, 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 he hasn't played all. He hasn't taken all snap. Neither is Justin Fields in the NFL. So now you're going by training camp reports. How are you gonna I'm not going to I'm not just. I'm not just going by training camp reports. I'm going by the Jets' history with drafting quarterbacks. And I'm going by what we saw with our own eyes. I mean, He's going against guys that I play flag football with on Sunday being a weekend warrior. He's going against guys like that in college, and Justin Fields going against the best college teams every single week, and they're both, they're both playing incredible. How, so I mean, it's so obvious. That doesn't matter. How does Dwayne Haskins do as a pro? How's he been? Forget Dwayne Haskins. Well, what do you mean? He, well, 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 he went to the same school. What are you talking about? So it doesn't matter who they play against, does it? He was never he was never as highly touted a prospect even coming oh, out of high school. Stop it! And he was never it, as prolific. So look, you a may player. be right. You, you you may be right. Justin Fields may be a much better pro than Zach Wilson. Can we can we wait to see? I don't know. Maybe they each take a snap in the NFL and then decide. We'll can wait. We wait we'll that? wait. But I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm coming from a lifelong Jets fan and I'm sitting there and they're just going through quarterbacks every two years, and they finally have a really good draft, a great draft, but they just didn't get the most important part of the draft it feels like. <laughs> I got to laugh. I got to laugh. Man, there's a frustrated fan who is not going off of knowledge. He's going off of pure emotion. I mean, he's going against guys that I play flag football with on Sunday being a weekend warrior. It's <laughs> a good line. It's <laughs> a good line. Uh, you, uh, you know, I, there's, what so, show much, there's so much logic to disagree with. I don't know what show. It's WFAN in, in New York. Well, I thought, I thought the host made a good point that... Uh, you know, we can wait until they take a snap? Yeah, yeah not uh, just that, but also the whole thing of... Just because you go to a, a bigger yeah. school doesn't mean yeah. that you're a better player. It's it's his, his example of Dwayne Haskins was the perfect one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He used a, a good one there, but I mean that is a reflection of the frustration of a fan base that uh, is kind of fed up. And so now, 
uh, you have a situation where Zach Wilson comes into camp, and I don't know whether Zach Wilson is going to be a great pro or not. I mean, nobody knows. Can we wait to see, I don't know, maybe they each take a snap in the NFL? I mean, I get it. Some draft picks are, some guys miss on draft picks. I, I, I understand it. But these guys have trained eyes who are studying this thing more closely than this Jets fan. And we're fairly convinced because their butts are on the line, too. You know? I mean, those guys, if they don't get it right, they're, they're going to be hating it more than anybody. Yeah, in defense of the fan, just a little bit, based on the, the, the Jets' track record. But that's, I don't, a, that's I don't, a different regime. I don't know who's doing their quarterback evaluating. Is it uh, one-eyed Bob, who, well, who's no, 85 we, years old? I mean, No, because every, you know, the main positions are new positions now. You know, it's are like, you saying one-eyed people can't be good uh, judges of talent? There, Jake. Well, see the the depth, the depth perception, perception on the deep ball. Here we go. Might be, might be a little man. That guy threw it out of the stadium. Listen here, one-eyed people. <laughs> Didn't uh, Jim McMahon have a, an eye issue? Uh, he stabbed himself with a fork when he was a kid. What? I've heard. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've heard that story before. Stabbed yeah. himself yeah, with a accidentally. fork. Accidentally. Yeah, in his eye, and so he had. He had some trouble. That's one of the reasons you like saw him. Like fell on a fork? No, I think he was doing something and it, it released and it hit him in the eye. A releasing fork? No, it's no, like... No, his... Uh, yeah. Anyway. I've, I had a friend who did something similar with a pen. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, on my way on my way into the show today, I, had, uh, I was putting some hand sanitizer on my hands and I was kind of had it up, up and it, one of the globs hit me right there, right next to my eye. And I thought, man, if they had gone in my eye, you'd be one-eyed Bob. Be, be, I would have been today. I would have You'd be fine. That's not far from a fork. <laughs> well, my my, uh, my it would have stung. It would have stung. Ah, it would have stung. But anyway, fierce. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a couple blinks. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> I, I. But but really, there's a bigger discussion here. Okay. And it's the frustration of fans. And the way they react to things that happen. You already said the Jets have a track record of whiffing on quarterback picks uh, high in the draft. I, I, I get that. But those were different people making those decisions. And so just because, unless you believe in curses, unless you believe that somehow there's some sort of, what, specter hanging over the Jets? Uh, then you know you can't really make that claim here. The coach is new, the uh, the uh, uh, the chief executive is new. I mean, these guys are can't be blamed for what happened in the past. And so now you have a fan who sees <laughs> a speck of these little hints that maybe it's going to take Zach Wilson a while to figure things out, and and Justin Fields is tearing it up, you know. I, I, I just, I, I guess I like to look at things a little more logically than that. And and this guy's pure emotion, and and that's what you know. Passion is what makes fans buy the tickets that they buy to invest the energy that they invest. But man, and, and some fans mix you know uh, acumen in with the emotion. But Jake, how many times have we seen fans that just go f- crazy because they're so? passionate and emotional about everything. Well, it's kind of what sports radio was, why sports radio was born. So we, we love and appreciate that passion, but well, it's that, not that, always that, rational. 
Yeah, but it's not. The I, level of criticism usually matches the level of education. I've always appreciated <laughs> listeners who, who were using their brains, you know, not just emotion. And, and you know, that doesn't mean I, I classify those as only those who agree with me or you, but people who have a good point of view, regardless of whether you agree with it or not. But use your brain a little bit, not just this pure knee-jerk reaction. And that's what that's a, that guy was doing. And the frustration was evident. I mean, it, his frustration had reached a point of complete distress, I think. Well, if you asked him, I bet he'd tell you he's using his brain. But, okay, what's the logical thing that he's looking at to make him draw that conclusion? I'm just saying he believes what he's saying. Uh, but, but where's the logic? I don't know. He kind of spelled it out there. Small school. We'll wait, we'll wait, but I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm sorry if I'm coming from a lifelong Jets fan and I'm sitting there and they're just going through quarterbacks every two years and they finally have a really good draft, a great draft, but they just didn't get the most important part of the draft, it feels like. It feels like. It's, you know. Again, I don't know if Zach Wilson will be a great quarterback or not. But I'm not drawing any conclusions based off a guy who uh, may make some mistakes in his first seven practices. I would agree with you, but not uh, Bill from Long Island there. <laughs> is that where Bill was from? I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll have more Big Show <laughs> One-handed Bill? Is that... Coming up next, that's one-handed <laughs> Bill from Long Island on line three. Bill, what do you think about that, Zach Wilson? I think it was half-brained Bill. J-K- wow, that got personal. I mean, he's not. He didn't insult the man. He's not thinking. He's a fan, but he's not thinking. Maybe he is. What if he ends up being right? Well, Well, he he might. He might, but not based on what we've seen so far. According to you, what about according to Bill? What is he? Some sort of prophet? He could be. Did he look at? Is he an oracle? Did he look at his crystal ball and say, "Oh, I can make a conclusive, declarative statement here. This is not going to work." Based on seven practices. Well, based on the feeling of my knee, let me think here. A mm, little click there, a little, little stretch there. <laughs> the okay. Jets are the okay. Jets are, are ruining the day, man. They regret that pick no, already. No, no, that's not what my knee is telling me at all. Hang on. Knees telling me the Jets are going to suck this year. Is it going to rain anytime no, no, soon? No, Does the, your knee the, tell you that? No, too? the Jets just, they're going to suck. They're going to they are gonna really suck. Your knee. Yeah, just said that. Pretty safe bet. Who could have thunk it? Pretty safe bet, right? But I said my knee told it to me. So now hopefully people will think my knee possesses some, you know, magical I'll power. Say, no, I'll tell you right now, your knee's out of joint. You think the Jets are going to be good this year? Because I think it's a pretty safe bet they're going to suck. He just he just whiffed on it completely. What? He, he heard it, but he, no, it was a bad pun. He didn't hear it. Your knee is out of joint there. Jay. I heard that. Yeah. I don't think you did. I did. See, because your knee is a joint. Uh-huh. And he thinks that line of thinking's out, out of line. Yeah. Thanks for explaining that too. But it, well, you know, simpletons. Uh, you know, it, yeah. 
They don't appreciate deep comedy. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Sophisticated. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60. Weekdays at 1.30. Presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON. On your home of the best college football coverage in Utah. 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a huge football update here on the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Mark Harlan, athletic director of the University of Utah, was on the Big Show yesterday. He talked about how new Pac-12 commissioner George Klyavkov is approaching conference realignment. I like to think things don't surprise me anymore, and that one certainly did. I've had time to reflect, and it probably shouldn't surprise me based on Big 12 members having to commit to grants of rights and those kind of things. And obviously, those two schools made a decision for their future. I love the approach our commissioner, George Klyovkov, has taken on this. That you know, It's silly not to listen. I think that's leadership. I think you should listen. And those schools that are interested in talking to the Pac-12, I'm excited about what the future is for our league. We've got 12 great schools, and I think our commissioner's approach to this makes a lot of sense. Leadership, that's what you were talking about earlier. In and the show. listening. Gordon, yep, yep, right there. Uh, this update brought to you by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision summer LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today, 801-253-3080. Davis Vision. The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Our guy Jake Hatch is going to join us coming up right around the corner. We have an update, Gordon, to a story that uh, you brought up in the last segment about Jim McMahon, our friend Ute Shasta trailer. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Shasta, uh, great listener. Um, has uh, has tweeted Austin uh, the the official story here? Yeah, uh, this is from Jim, Jim McMahon's Twitter. He said, surprised by the amount of people who really know why I wear sunglasses all the time. Real story is this: I was playing a, a game as a child with my brothers in a kid as a kid. I tried to untie a knot in my pretend gun holster with a fork, and it slipped. Had two prongs go through my eye. Jeez. Hmm. You can see that, though, right? Uh, you know, with the fork and, and trying to undo now a knot I get it, in, the, yeah. in the, like, leather cowboy holster kind of, you know, and just having it slip out. Putting some leverage under yeah. there, and it comes out. Yeah. yeah. 
That's then you go running in with an eyeball on the fork to mom, and she faints. And it's remarkable that Jim could play the way he could at that position, because I mean, you got to have good depth perception, yeah. and you got to have good eyesight. And so, I mean, that made maybe makes what he accomplished that much more remarkable. I used to play basketball wearing only one contact because and baseball because I my left eye wouldn't take a contact when it was allergy season and I it really was almost impossible to do anything correctly with that with one eye good and one right. eye bad. Yeah. Try it, try fielding a baseball or hitting I, one or yeah. I, I told you that story when I was playing baseball and with I, the nine-year-olds, and you were seventeen. No, I uh, was uh, trying. I was, <laughs> I was young, but I was trying out for uh, the school baseball team, and we were going through drills where they were hammering ground balls at us, and I had that the previous day. I had uh, a, a piece of glass had shattered and gone. The dust of it had gone into my eye, and so the eye doctor covered up one of my eyes. And I'm out there trying to. Yeah, this is the eye patch story. Ground, yeah. yeah, and the time it, I tried to tell an eye patch story. And, yeah. I mean, I I couldn't even I couldn't even throw the ball to the right place because the this the the depth perception. Let me guess, was you were off. trying out for the Pirates. No, I was just trying out for the, out for the school team. Okay, so so see go, now my joke went over your head. Going, uh, <laughs> it did, but that is good. Having anything like that obviously is terrible, and I'm sure Jim himself would would uh, would prefer not to have gone through that in his life. But can I can I look on the upside for a second? I mean, the the byproduct of that that uh, that accident was that he had to look cool all the time, and he had a good excuse for it, right? You know, like I'm leaving my sunglasses on all the time. I'm going to look cool all the time, and I've got a good excuse for it. It'd be like. I don't know, getting a face tattoo because you've got a cut on your cheek or something like that. Be like, oh, that's the reason. Yeah, you know him for his sunglasses, like Big right? Dog, yeah. like Antoine Carr. Yeah. You would, know, you, would you rather stick a fork in your eye so you could look cool for no, the rest no, of your no, life? No, 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 no. This is <laughs> this is purely the bright side. I'm sure that he would not want to go through that. But <laughs> You're the king of would you rather. Having to look cool. <laughs> Here's one, Austin. Would you rather stick a fork in your... Or never look cool again. <laughs> look cool as a result for the rest of your life. So imagine he gets to... to to go anywhere he wants, wearing his shades, and and has a perfectly legitimate excuse for it. But do you like wearing shades indoors? I'll wear. So I'd wear sunglasses everywhere if I could. Why is that? I don't know. I like sunglasses. <laughs> but uh, if you wear sunglasses inside, doesn't it darken everything? I probably shouldn't tell this story, but I once wore sunglasses all night long while I was uh, in Chicago. For a bachelor party, in my in my younger days, uh, and I wore them inside all all night long for the express purpose of meeting women, because you'd be surprised how many would come up to you and say, "Why are you wearing sunglasses in, uh, inside?" And and I of course would always respond with, "I stabbed myself in the eye with no, a fork." No, no. the 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 response was always, "The sun never sets on the cool." And then and that worked. It not necessarily worked, no. but you usually were off to a conversation at that point. Didn't work because that's not a Freddie Prince movie. That was real life. Yeah, that may have been the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, and, it was a pretty good night, I must say. <laughs> the I mean, sun yeah, never okay. sits on the cool. <laughs> well, how about if you put a clown mask on and go into a party, and the, and the ladies are going to walk up and say, "Why are you dressed like a clown?" Hey, I'd rather laugh than cry. They're baby. coming up. Hey, you're missing the you're missing the whole point of this. They're coming up to me. 
Right? I'm not I'm not And then immediately walking away. Fine, but. fine, but I'm not that creepy guy who like saddles up like, hey gal, buy you a drink. No, that's not me. They're coming up to me. That's why uh, okay, I so, wore my underwear on the outside so, for that very reason. Okay. So, so after <laughs> after you explained your answer, I mean, would they turn around and walk away? Or would you actually gain some sort of conversational advantage? Well, I felt I gained a conversational advantage. You must have been a lonely. <laughs> oh, no. In all honesty, that was one of the greatest trips of my entire life. I won't get into the ins and outs and the details of, of that particular evening, but let's just say it was a great time. Jake, have you noticed that you can wear, you can wear sunglasses? Some sunglasses actually brighten things. They may cut out the sun rays, but they they the rays of the sun, but they but they brighten the situation. So you maybe could have done that all the time. You yeah. picked the right glasses. But see that that kind of the use the the lack of usefulness is the point. You don't want to say, oh, it helps me see better when they come up to you and ask. But it, it's the I don't care factor of it all, Gordon. You know, I think you probably could have come up with a much more, a, a greater story that would have created more sympathy for you. I wasn't and, trying to create sympathy. Yeah, You're totally the, missing the point here. dig that. I, I'm not faking. Chicks dig I'm, sad sacks I'm not, that need sympathy? I'm not faking an ailment to get... Like a nurse-like attention. Jake limps in. A girl loves nothing more than a fake story. No, no, you're you're missing this entirely. I just wanted a door opener. That's it. I just wanted something. A disingenuous one. This was not disingenuous. I was that cool. Your your door was like swinging wooden doors into the saloon. that swing back and hit you in the nose. Better than, than faking an ailment in order to gain sympathy. What are you talking about? Well, we don't know how desperate you were. <laughs> just going in there how on des- crutches. How desperate were you, Pre-Lisa? Uh, just back for more. Yeah. I don't know. Lost it- a lot of good ones over no, there. No, I wasn't going for sympathy. <laughs> You try living with a face like this. Oh, oh I broke my hip sledding when I was 18. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Austin, you're closer to that AIDS group. I'm just wondering, does, does if you, you know, if you have a war wound or something, do, the, do you get more? Never get- tried it myself. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Stay tuned. Jay Catch is going to give us updates from both Let BYU me show you this scar. and Utah I got, camp. I got attacked by a beehive back in 06. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Time to chat with Max Tooley. Give us a story or two about your mission. Something that was unique about my mission was I was assigned to speak Mandarin on my mission. Wow. So, yeah, it was quite the, you know, the tall order. Got to serve in different areas where, uh, you know, where specific, you know, Chinese students would be. I loved my mission. That Mandarin's going to serve you well down the line for sure. <laughs> yeah. No doubt about that. We appreciate your time and thanks for joining us. Hey, uh, uh, Max, why Oh, why me? Yeah. All right, man. I'll see you later. I know a little Mandarin. Look at you. Oh, you okay. just Googled that. No, I did not. I know Waini means I love you. Because... You just told Max Tooley I love you? Yeah, well, yeah, now that I think about it, I did. That's a little awkward. He said it back, though. Oh, this is uncomfortable. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.